Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yao Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to the Easy Email Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Yao Keown, and today I'm continuing a three-part series across alternate episodes where I do a deeper dive into the different ways you can use email automation across your business. So today's episode is all about services and service-based businesses. So this is for you if you're a coach, consultant, freelancer, contractor, or provide done-for-you work. If you have an e-commerce business, I've got you covered in a previous episode. So check out episode 61 and I'll be doing another episode in a few weeks for those of you with digital products. So things like courses, memberships, downloads, the works, we'll talk about automation for you shortly. But I did want to spend some time here with service-based businesses and we often think automation and providing a great service don't go together. Um, In fact, when it comes to automation, this is probably the biggest um, place I see people just not quite grasping how powerful email automation can be for you and how it can simplify and streamline all your delivery processes, but also help you increase your sales. I mean, it makes total sense to have an abandoned cart for like an e-commerce business, but how do we apply these same automation capabilities to services when we feel like everything has to be so personalized and tailored? Now, the first distinction I want to make here is the difference between marketing and sales. And there definitely is um, a big blurry line in the middle um, about understanding where one ends and one begins. But one of the primary goals of marketing is to generate as many leads as possible for your sales team to follow up. So when I worked in corporate, that was in marketing, that was my responsibility, was trying to get as many possible leads and then help sales understand who are the most valuable leads to follow up with. Now, being a small business owner now, I'm wearing both the hats. And so sometimes it's hard to separate where one role ends and another begins, but it is still the same philosophy. So when it comes to marketing, we definitely still want to come at it with that approach of, okay, we want to generate as many leads as possible and identify who are the most important ones for you to follow up with. And sometimes we can automate some of those follow-ups and sometimes that will be personal. But the key is we want to be following up with the most engaged leads. So we do that, of course, through growing our email lists, um, using all of those list building strategies I spoke about in the previous episode, and then showing up regularly, sending content, seeing who's engaging and seeing who's replying to um, anything, any call outs where we do a call to action. But there's other things that we can be doing too. So in this episode, I'm going to share eight different ways that we can use automation to increase your sales and make your service delivery so much easier. And the first few are definitely focused on this marketing side of the equation. Okay. So the first one is, of course, through your welcome series. So this is when um, someone first signs up to your email list. You want to be sending a few key emails over a week or two weeks where you will help bridge the gap between where they are now and where they need to be to make an informed decision about working with you. Now, the thing with services is that it takes a little bit longer because we're not often just asking for someone to give us some money and in exchange, they get a product. 
We're asking people to invest time typically, which is sometimes a rarer resource. Plus, we also might be asking people to make a change. And sometimes that change is a little bit uncomfortable. So we need to do a lot more work in this welcome series to start building trust with you as a service provider, creating understanding about why things haven't worked for them so far and what makes your approach different and how you can help them. And also busting a bunch of excuses that they might be coming up with. And just making people feel like they are worthy of making this change or this difference or investing this time in themselves. So the welcome series is crucial in establishing it and having these um, really, you know, deeper conversations to help people make an informed decision. And often, sometimes that means they want to make a decision quickly because if someone's at the point where they've actively just put in the email address, they are looking for a solution to that problem right now. So we want to be providing as much of this information as possible straight up front and including an invitation, of course, to work with you or to have a discovery call or taking that first step. So of course, the first crucial automation is the um, welcome series. And that's the same across the board, really. The second thing that I think is really valuable, especially for service providers, is providing a content funnel after this first welcome series. So if you haven't listened, um, there is a previous episode where I break down exactly what a content funnel is and why you need one. So make sure to listen to that. But in a nutshell, it's basically sending an email a week or every two weeks um, after they finish your welcome series. So it's kind of like an in-between. So they're getting these this content funnel before they get just onto your regular updates sort of newsletter list. So this is your opportunity to repurpose some of your best content, um, to talk about some of the foundational evergreen topics and provide just amazing content <laughs> to your newest subscribers and including regular calls to action throughout that. So you are always nurturing these leads because yes, as I said, shared earlier, Sometimes it takes a little bit more nurturing to ask people to commit to making a change or investing this time. So the content funnel is the next thing. So that is where you're just kind of the welcome series and the content funnel is where you first, you've got these people on your list and now you are showing up regularly, giving them content, although it is all aimed towards the end goal. And that is for them to make an informed decision about working with you, which is awesome. But then maybe we want to start getting a little bit more proactive with our sales. And we can do this through a couple of ways. The first way is through um, a browse abandonment automation. So again, this is heard of a lot with e-commerce, um, but you can still use this with service-based businesses. So what you can do is set up what's called site tracking on your website. And as long as someone's on your email list and you've got them cookied, that you can see if they visit your services page or your um, sales page for whatever it is that you are offering. Now, what we can do here is compare this to your booking system. So I always recommend you have your calendar booking system integrated with the email provider, at least letting us know who is a client and who is not. You can go, okay, did they book? And if they didn't, you can either send them an automated email just saying, hey, do you have any questions? I saw you were checking this out. Or it could be a coincidental email that uh, says, you know, oh, I'm offering a special on this. Or you can even just send you yourself a notification and to contact and reach out to them personally to see how you can help them to make a decision further. So all of a sudden, instead of 
targeting every single person that's on your list, you can see the people that are either clicking through or people who are actively looking around your website and trying to make a decision then and there and following up. Another great tool and one that I really love for um, services is using something called the nine word email. So you can use this anytime as just a standard campaign, but I love it, love to chuck it in, um, you know, a few weeks or even a few months, could even be a year after someone first signs up to your email list. Now, I didn't invent this. Um, This is definitely not my invention, but it is a fantastic tool. So the idea is you send out this email and the subject line just says hi and their name. So you can use their personalized text there. And then their email content is, are you still looking for help with blank? So that blank is whatever service you provide. So are you still looking for help with your email marketing? That is it. No images, no signature, nothing else except that sentence. So that's why the term nine word email. And the goal here is to get replies and start a conversation. Again, we're filtering out from this big void of leads that you're hopefully generating and focusing in on those who are most interested. Then another way that we can also use um, automation through um, our sales process is actually integrating with our CRM, so our customer relationship marketing system. So you might not have anything like this. And if you don't, don't, you know, don't stress, but I know there's a lot of service-based businesses out there listening that have some sort of CRM, whether it's using something like Asana or using something amazing like active campaign deals, like they've got a, they've got a functionality in their deals on the plus pan, which I really love. And basically the idea is behind this is that you have a pipeline of leads. So people um, who have booked a discovery call or they've filled out an application form or anything like that, and you move them through the stages of your in contact or um, they're booking in or they need to um, book they need to sign their contract, whatever it is, you can identify stages and move them across those stages. But you can also add some automation to this. So um, a few examples could be that, okay, when someone moves from one stage to the next stage, certain things happen. So you could send out an email which says, okay, now your next step is this. So say, for example, someone booked in to work with you, you could send out an email notification straight away which said, okay, can you please complete this form or sign this contract? And that can be totally automated. You don't need to touch it. Again, it helps with your delivery. It could be that someone is a lead and you just want to follow up with them. Like it's been a while, it's been a few weeks and you haven't heard back. You've sent out a proposal. You haven't heard back. You can send an email that that says, hey, just start checking how you're going with your um, quote number such and such. Do you have any questions? Can I help you with that? And you can send out as many of those as you like. Um, so that you can even use custom fields if you want to personalize these emails. The, the, the power is amazing. So that stops you from having to do manual follow-ups the whole time, especially if you have a lot that go through your system and you might forget. You could also just send out notifications to yourself. So if you're like, you know what, I don't want to have all this automated, but I want to make sure I'm following up. You can send notifications to you to say, hey, you need to check in with this person. It's been a few weeks and we haven't heard. So we can think about all of those stages of the sales process. What are the repeatable actions and pretty much automate anything, which is really, really cool. So um, that can also be used as, a, as I gave the example after someone after someone's booked in with you or also, you know, through the sales process. So I love using pipelines for both, both delivery and sales. Um, awesome. Okay. So that's more on the sales side of things. Then we've got after the first they first 
booked in with you, we can then perhaps take them through an onboarding experience. So again, they've booked their first appointment and now we can automate some emails that say, here's what you can expect um, when you work with me, or here's how how the whole process is going to work, or here are some um, extra resources and tools. Um, here's what you can do to prepare for our, se- our first session, or it could just be a warm hug saying, you know, it's normal to feel a bit nervous or anxious or whatever it is about working with you and just making them feel comfortable. So we still want to, of course, be sending any booking confirmations and reminder emails through our calendar software, but we can add in these special customer service, just extra touch points that surprise and delight our customers and just make them feel like they have made the right decision. Similarly, we can also add in rebooking reminders. So if you have a repeatable service, Um, and someone is expected to come back every now and then for a top-up. So a classic sample would be hairdresser. So if you have um, someone book in for their cut and color and you know they're meant to have it every six weeks, you can check at the six-week mark, have they booked another appointment? If not, send them an email. Say, hey, are you ready for your next appointment? Here's where you can book it. And then another reminder if they still don't come back. So you can do this time and time again, again, getting people back and rebooking with you. And then the final automation or group of automations um, I want to share with you is all about after you've worked with someone. So sometimes we do once-off services, they're not recurring, um, and we want to also transition them out and put in a boundary. So having an offboarding series is really, really fantastic for this. So a first reason this is really good is it sets a boundary. So when someone finishes working with you, you can say, hey, it's so fantastic to have been working with you. Um you know, I continue to provide support up until such and such a date. Um, uh, but after that, if you want to work together more, if you, you, you've got these options, A, B, and C, you might want to say, okay, here's some extra resources that will help. You might summarize how you've worked together. Um, but pr- just providing that boundary. So it's very clear that, you know, your work time together has come to an end or is coming to, to the end on such and such a date. So they're not just like coming back and creeping back and asking all those niggly questions. It establishes that boundary. It also could perhaps provide you with the opportunity to upsell. As I mentioned, you could say, you know, do you want to get on a retainer package or do you want to book in another session? Or if you need a top-up session, this is how you can do it. Or if you want to go to the next level of working with me, here's some options for you. So providing those in there as well. And of course, the all-important testimonial request. Um, I'm still really bad (laughs) at asking for testimonials. And if you're like me, um, This is just a huge gaping hole and missed opportunity. So just automating that request for a testimonial after you finish working with someone um, is a great way just to make sure you start getting those come through as well. Okay, hopefully I haven't lost you. So I will give you a quick recap of the automations that we spoke about today that you could implement in your service business. So there is your welcome series. There is your content funnel. There are browse abandonment emails. There's the nine-word email follow-up. There is um, your CRM pipeline automation emails. There is the onboarding experience. There are rebooking reminders to come back. And then there is offboarding your client base. 
if you are now feeling like, um, okay, Yale, I want your support and guidance with this, then um, I do highly recommend the email experience because that is the best place to get all of that. This online email marketing program will help you serve your subscribers with open worthy emails, surprisingly simple automation and offers that sell. So you can get on the wait list for that anytime at yalekeown.com forward slash experience. And yeah, you'll be the first to know when doors open again and we can help you, um, you know, set up all of those service-based automation um, with full instructions and some content ideas. Um, but hopefully you can just take away at least one of these. You can go back to your email marketing software and go, you know what, how can I implement that today? Because it really isn't that hard. You just need to get started. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed most from this episode or what you want to know about more next. Um, please reach out to me over on Instagram. I am at Yale Keown or one word. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.